Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Welcome to Faith Talk Podcast. I am your host, Lolita Jones. I have a treat for you and everybody else that's about to listen. We are in our New Year's spiritual renewal consecration. And tonight, 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 we have evangelist Elder Greg McDowell from Richmond, Virginia. Oh, what a mighty man of God. Oh, you about to enjoy him. Oh, you better get your your notebooks out, your pen right now, because you're going to need to take some notes. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready for your miracle. Get ready for your breakthrough. Get ready and enjoy the furtherance of this service. God bless you. We thank God, I'm about to call him pastor, but we thank God for evangelist, which he's actually an elder, evangelist Gregory McDowell. Say amen as he comes. God bless you, woman of God. We do thank and we praise God for you on this evening, uh, for my sister, my shipmate, amen, uh, evangelist Joan, and honor to each and every one of you, my brothers and sisters that are on the line on this evening. We do, again, thank God for this opportunity to come before you and uh, to share briefly with you what I believe the Lord has placed on my heart in such a time as this. If you would, please bow your heads as we go to the throne of grace. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you now, taking no uh, credit to ourselves, God, but giving you all the glory and all of the honor for this, a brand new day you've allowed us to see. We thank you for your grace and for your mercy, for your keeping power, for you've kept us all day long with our minds yet stayed on you. As we gather on this evening, Father, we pray that you would forgive us of our sins, Lord God, forgive us of those sins of commission as well as those sins of omission. God, as we come before you now, we come as empty vessels asking you to fill us, fill us the more with your word, a word that would encourage, a word that would uplift, a word that would strengthen us in this walk in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you now and we claim all these things done. Now, Father, let your word bring about a change in the lives of those who are listening on tonight. Put Greg behind the cross and God speak through these lips of clay. I'm your vessel and I want to be used by you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you once again. We do thank and we praise God for being here with you on this evening. And we, we're not going to hold you long on this evening, amen. As you heard um, Evangelist Jones saying, praise God, we work together. And I thank and I praise God for her as well as for this ministry. And woman of God, I encourage you on this evening to continue to do what you've been doing for the glory of God. Amen. Real quick, for those of you that have your Bibles, if you would go with us to the book of 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, where we will read in your hearing beginning at verse number 1. We're going to skip through some of these scriptures. But uh, if you would, if you've got your Bible, again, let's go to 1 Samuel, and let's look at the 16th chapter, and we're going to begin our reading at verse number 1. And the word of the Lord reads according to the King James Version. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Find thine horn with oil, fill rather thine horn with oil, and go. I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me, for I have provided me a king among his sons. And let's go down to verse number four. And it says, And Samuel did that which the Lord spake and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Comest thou peaceably? And he said, Peaceably. 
I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sacrifice yourselves, sanctify rather yourselves, and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his statue, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. I'm going to say that again. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Go down to verse number 10. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel, and Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord hath not chosen these. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he come hither. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. We want to end our scripture reading right there for tonight, praise God. And I want to just talk to you for a few moments, amen. And we're going to just, if you don't mind, just let me walk through these scriptures for a little bit on tonight and share with you what I believe the Lord has put in my spirit, amen. I want to talk to a remnant of people who have been holding on to the hand of God in spite of the situations and the circumstances that we may be coming against in society. I want to talk to that remnant of people on tonight that have watched the body of Christ seemingly slip from the place in which we used to be, who have watched things go on in the church, praise God, that were not necessarily as they should be. I'll put it like that. And we are concerned. We're concerned because we see things going on that should not be going on. We see actions taking place that should not be taking place. And sometimes it makes you wonder, what in the world? Where, where is God in the midst of all of this? Why is God permitting all of these things to take place? Well, I want to say something to you on this evening. I want to say to you that are that remnant, you that are a part of that group of people that have decided that you're going to stand up for righteousness no matter what, praise God. I want to tell you, you are the one that God is trying to use in these last and evil days. I'm talking to a remnant of people, praise God, that may have been battered by life storms, that may have been challenged in their lives, but they have made up in their minds that no matter what I have to endure, no matter what I have to go through, I'm going to do what God has purposed me to do. And if nobody else wants to live right, if nobody else wants to serve God the way that they need to serve God. If nobody else, in other words, wants to live holy, I'm going to live holy to the best of my ability. That's who I want to talk to on tonight. I want to encourage you not to be weary in your well-doing. I want to encourage you to know that it may seem as if you've been overlooked, but I promise you God has 
a set time in which he's going to bring you, praise God, from that place where you are now and elevate you in a way that no man will be able to deny God in your life. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm trying to keep myself together as I'm thinking about this because it's coming to me before it even comes to you. In the scripture we opened before you on this evening, we find that God had, uh, had, had asked Samuel to go down to Bethlehem and to go down to Jesse's house. Now, I'm just going to talk real plain to you on this evening. And he said, go down there because, listen, first of all, you've been up here mourning You've been up here mourning the praise God, this King Saul, and I have already told you, Saul is not the one. So now it's time for you to go and anoint the new king. So he goes down to Jesse's house. And as he gets down to Jesse's house, as he enters into Bethlehem, first of all, we find that there's some things going on. Now, look at this, if you would. If we go back up to verse number one, let's go back up there. It says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long without mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him? I want to say to somebody on the line tonight, it's time to move on. My God, my God, it's time to move on. You've been praying, you've been fasting, you've been wondering, Lord, when are you going to do this? When are you going to bring me out? When are you going to deliver that loved one? Praise God. Listen, can I tell you something? Tonight, it's okay to put them in the hand of God and you push forward. You push forward. Too many of us have spent time, we stood there spinning our wheels, worrying ourselves to death behind somebody, praise God, that we can't change. Can I tell you right here and now, except that person or that individual is willing to make a change in their lives. I don't care how many times you pray. I don't care how many times you pull into church or whatever the case may be. They won't make that change. So what we have to do as individuals is put them in the hand of God, all right, and trust God to deal with them, all right? Now watch this. The Bible says that the Lord said unto Samuel, how long are you going to mourn for Saul, seeing that I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? God is saying, I put a new thing in place. I, I heard the speaker, I think it was on last week, saying God, or earlier this week even maybe, where he said that the Lord said, I'm going to do a new thing, praise God. And that's what I believe God is trying to say to us even on this evening. I'm about to do a new thing, and I'm about to blow your mind. And those who thought that they were not worthy, those who thought, praise God, according to man, they didn't measure to the standard that other men had measured up to. Blessed be to God. God's going to bring you from the backside of the mountain, and he's going to put you before great men. He's going to let your gift be utilized to his glory. Hallelujah. Because you've been faithful. You may have been overlooked. Let me stop because I'm getting ahead of myself. Look at what the Lord says to Samuel. He says, fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Watch what he goes on to say. He says, and Samuel did which the Lord spake, that which the Lord spake. In other words, Samuel did what God said do. Can I tell you that in this turbulent time in which we are living, in these days, praise God, where there seems to be all kind of trouble in our land, praise God, people seem to have just gotten to a place where they're thrown morals out the window. Everybody seems to have a 
let it do, you know, just do what it do. Amen. And, and listen, let me tell you something. In the midst of such a society, God is still looking for a sanctified group of people that have made up in their minds, we are going to live holy. Now watch what he does. God says to him, go down to Jesse's house. This is what he says to the prophet Samuel. And he said, and Samuel did what the Lord said, all right? It says, and the elders came to town trembling because they saw the prophet coming in. Now, why were they trembling? They were trembling because they knew that Samuel, when he walked, he walked heavy. And Samuel was the one who would come to town to say, y'all better get right because judgment is coming upon you. So the elders were afraid that God was about to pronounce judgment once again upon them. So they were afraid. So Samuel gave them peace. He gave them comfort. And he said, listen, don't worry. I'm coming in peace. Uh, he said, listen, I have come to sacrifice unto the Lord. So he says to them, sanctify yourselves. I want to say to those of you that are listening on tonight, let's continue to sanctify ourselves. Let's continue to set aside those things that we know that are not pleasing in the sight of God. Let's continue to lay prostrate before the Lord, asking him to purge us and wash us with his praise God, asking him to create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Amen. Let us continue to fast. Let us continue to pray, to be the instruments that God has purposed us to be for such a time as this. He says to them, sanctify yourselves. Good God Almighty. He says, listen, I'm coming in peace, but I want you to go sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. Now watch this. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab. Now imagine, if you would, a feast that is taking place. This feast is taking place to celebrate, praise God, the, the, the new arrival of the new king. It's taking place to celebrate the, listen, we're going to name the new king. And his name is going to be, is it possibly Eliab? But then the Lord said, nope, that ain't him. Watch what happens here. And this is what I want you to pay close attention to on this evening. Watch what happens. All of uh, 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 the sons come before, all of Jesse's sons come marching before the prophet. And as they come marching before the prophet, blessed be to God, praise God, the Lord is saying, mm-mm, not that one. Nope, not that one. Now watch what, he Lord, what the Lord says. He says, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature. I want to speak to somebody tonight that maybe feels like you're less than. I want to talk to somebody tonight who may be feeling like you're not worthy. Hallelujah. You may not be worthy, but are you willing? You may feel like you're not worthy, but are you willing? Can I share with you my personal testimony tonight? I am a young man, praise God. Well, I ain't as young as I used to be. But nevertheless, my lifestyle, the way I grew up, praise God, I grew up a poor child. Didn't realize that things were as bad as they were until I got a little older. But I want you to know that God called me in the midst of my poor state. God called me in the midst of the circumstance that I was dealing with. He put a calling on my life. God does not have to wait for you to come out, praise God, of your troubled time, but he can anoint you in the midst of your trouble. He can save you in the midst of your trouble. 
Think about the three Hebrew boys thrown in the fiery furnace. As they were in that furnace, praise God, the Bible tells us that the the guard came back and said, wait a minute, y'all, didn't we put in three? He said, but behold, I see a fourth one. Praise God, and he looks to be the son of man. Can I tell you something? Sometimes God wants us to have to go through some adverse times in our lives because he's building us in the midst of the troubles, in the midst of those trials. The Bible says they don't come to weaken us, but they come to do what? Make us strong. So this is why sometimes we have to go through some of the things that we have to go through. What happens here is that here we have the prophet, praise God, sitting here at the dinner with Jesse and with the rest of his sons, and God is saying, these are not who I have called. These boys are not the ones that I'm looking for. Daughter, I want you to know right now, no one can do what God has purposed and called you to do. I'm talking to a sister on this phone right here tonight. You may be going through some tough times. You may have some difficult days that you've been dealing with. Hallelujah. But tonight I come to let you know God has purpose for you. God has a great call on your life. And no matter the troubles and the trials, Put your hand in God's hands and watch him bring you to the place in him that no man can deny it had to be the hand of God. Watch what happens here. As this brother, praise God, is coming before uh, uh, Samuel, praise God, all these men, these boys are coming before Samuel, and God has not chosen any of them. They all had an appearance. Hello in here, somebody. They all had an appearance that looked as if they should be king. Can I tell you something right there? Maybe it ain't always what it looks like. You cannot judge a book by its cover. I'm telling you right now, some of the biggest devils are sitting up in pulpits with three-piece suits on. Some of the biggest devils are sitting up, praise God, in congregations with nice outfits on, big fancy hats, but they got some devilish ways about them. My God, I'm getting happy sitting right here. But I want to speak to that one, praise God, that one who is listening to me on today who may be in the same predicament as David was. David was not even thought worthy enough to be called to the gathering. David was not even thought to be worthy enough to come and sanctify himself and sit at the same table as everyone else. Listen to me, somebody. God is not worried about your title. God is not worried about your position. All he wants to know is, will you serve me? Watch what happened here. David was doing what he had been told to do. David was working. David was out in the field getting it in. He was tending to the sheep like his daddy had told him to do. I want to say to somebody on this line tonight, you might feel like what you've been doing is minute in the body of Christ. You might feel like it's insignificant, but I'm telling you right now, your blessing is in your obedience and service to the master. Don't worry about how grand it is. Don't worry about how much attention it gets. Praise God. I don't care if you're just 
just taking someone to the doctor. If that's what God has called you to do, take that individual to the doctor. If you're cleaning the floors of the church, then you clean the floors of the church as unto the Lord and be faithful in doing what it is that you're doing. Let me tell you something. True success does not come without hard work and dedication. Success comes to the one that has learned to navigate some of the roughest seeds of your life. Praise God. And you survive to tell the story. Success comes to that one that has made up their mind. I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to keep doing what God has called me to do, and I'm secure in doing so. I don't need you to come and pat me on the back. I don't need you to tell me how good of a job that I'm doing, praise God. I like that from time to time. It's good to have that from time to time, to be recognized from time to time. But allow me just to serve God. And as long as God is happy, I'll be all right. Watch what happens here. As we go on into the story, praise God, they don't even call David to the table to eat with everybody else. Listen to this. They may not call you to the table. Oh, I'm talking to somebody on tonight. They may not see you worthy enough to be sitting at the table. But don't worry about sitting at the table. Just do the work that God has called you to do, and God will pay you. Praise God. Don't even worry about uh, being called and your name being called. You know, I, can, I, can I say this, and, I, and I'm just going to be real with you. I'm tired of those, praise God, people that just got to have their names called every time you turn around. You ain't got to keep calling my name. As long as God finds joy in what I'm doing, I'm satisfied. Watch what happens. As we go further into the scripture on tonight, we see that as God is talking to the prophet, he says to him, he says, listen, neither of these are the ones. These are not the folks that I've called you to tell. These are not the ones, rather, that I'm going to anoint as king. So watch what he does. He says, Jesse, are all of these your sons? Are all of these your boys? And Jesse says, well, there's one that's out there tending to the sheep. Well, he tells him, say, listen, uh, go get him. And we're not going to eat, we're not going to have this meal until after this boy gets to the table. So they go out and they get David and they bring him before Samuel. And they bring him before Jesse. So here he is standing. Now, he hasn't had a chance to sanctify himself like everyone else had. He didn't get a chance to go and wash up and prepare himself. They called him straight out of the field. But let me tell you something. When God has purpose for your life, God Almighty, God will call you to himself, and he will clean you up himself. He will purge you with hyssop. He will make you exactly what he needs you to be. So what David did is David came on, and he came before the prophet, and you all know how the story goes. He was anointed to be the king over Israel. But watch this. I want to say this to you on tonight. In my closing, I want to say this to you. I want to say be encouraged. Whatever it is that you're doing, be encouraged. Whether they call your name or they don't call your name, continue doing the work that God has purposed in your life. I want to encourage you on tonight to know that no matter what is said, no matter what comes your way, you have been chosen for such a time as this. Hallelujah. No matter what you see going on around you, no matter how you see other people's lives not living up according to the word of God or not measuring up according to the word of God, you be the one to be holy. You be the one 
to be sanctified. You be the one that will uphold the bloodstained banner and maintain the standard of holiness in the face of everything. And God is going to use you in a way that's going to blow your mind. God will, oh, my God, I want you to be encouraged on tonight, saints. I know that there is so much going on in this world. There is so much. You look at the news. You see foolishness on the news. You look at our, our, our representatives. You see the foolishness and the immaturity that's going on there. You see all around us people are dying, mass shootings. All of these things are going on all around us. But can I tell you this, you that are listening to me tonight, Hear me when I say to you, you are here for a purpose. God has kept you. He has preserved you for such a time as this. Your place may never be in a pulpit. Your place may never be, praise God, standing up before the masses. But whatever you find to do, do it to the glory of God the Father. I know a brother right now, and I'm going to share this personal testimony with you. He has an awesome street ministry. The brother has done some phenomenal things for those that are homeless, for those that are out in the streets. But nobody ever calls his name. Nobody ever says, well done, man. But he does this because it is his purpose. It is his calling to fulfill. And I want to encourage somebody here today. I may not be talking to everybody, but I know I'm talking to somebody. Your tears have not been in vain. Your struggle has not been in vain. Your endurance has not been in vain. Hallelujah. God sees you. God has seen every effort that you have put forth. And just like he had them call David, God's going to have them call you. Eventually, they are going to have to recognize you are the chosen. David was not invited, but David was chosen. You may not be invited, but I tell you right here and now, you are God's chosen. Serve him with everything you've got. Be diligent. Live your life on purpose. And never stop serving God and serving the people of God. You can't go wrong. Endure, my brothers and sisters. Endure. Listen, let me tell you something. I know. Sometimes the very people that we try to serve lie on us. The very people we try to serve, they, they talk about us. They ridicule us. But still we have to serve them with a smile on our face. Still we have to tell them the Lord loves you and so do I. Don't you worry about the way people treat you. Don't you worry about the way they may talk about you. Don't you worry if you stand out. Be unique and be used by God. Stop trying to fit in that cookie cutter 
God doesn't have cookie-cutter Christians. God uses each and every one of us. All of us have talents. All of us have gifts. And he wants to utilize those for the benefit of those that are in our community, those that are in our church, and to his glory. My brothers and my sisters, David was simply doing what he had been called to do, and the Lord summoned him to greater. This evening in my closing, I encourage you to continue doing what God has called you to do. And in God's own time, he's going to summon you to greater. You be encouraged, and you stay on the wall. God bless you, Evangelist Jones. And thank you for tuning in to Life Changers Ministries. This is Faith Talk Podcast. We thank God for you. Find us right there on Facebook, Life Changers Ministries LCM. You'll see purple and gold letters. Like our page. Have your friends and family to follow us right here on this Faith Talk Podcast to encourage the body of Christ. And to let the world know that Jesus loves them and he saves, delivers, and he sets free. Until the next time, continue to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. God bless you. Mm -hmm.